0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I never do that. It is a Monster Monday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years, bunch of media gigs now, which I enjoy. Basically, my way of trying to avoid a real job forever. We have a new week, which means we have three new winners. Actually, four. You know why? Because I'm going to give away a Madden on social media today. So make sure you are looking at my Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, to get the Madden. Cannot wait to give one of you, hopefully, a Madden code so you can enjoy that for the holidays. We will have a Spread the Word winner. How about this one this week? The Spread the Word winner is going to be someone that tweets at me and at Ross Tucker Pod Your, I don't even know what this is called, like Spotify Wrapped or something. Whatever it is that somebody tweeted me that shows how many minutes you spent listening to this show, that's amazing. I love that. That is really cool. It's very humbling. You probably will get a retweet, but also you'll get a great chance to be the Spread the Word winner and get one of these amazing press passes I have. Maybe you want the Army-Navy game. I'll be calling that game on Saturday. For Westwood One, really looking forward to it. Sponsor confirmation email winner, you know the deal. A lot of these sponsors want to advertise in December for the holidays. So I got a bunch of them this month, whether it's the First Leaf Wine or Raycon Earbuds or AG1, the Athletic Greens, the basically the vegetable supplement that I enjoy. Uncommon Goods is a cool gift. There's a bunch of them. Take advantage of any of them. They should be updated on the site now, RossTucker.com. Go to the sponsors page, and they should all be updated with their code or direct link to get the discount, whatever it may be. And then always the YouTube shout-out is in play, YouTube.com slash NFL. Where else can you get a great chance to get a private video from me to you youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You just got to make sure you make a comment. So I see it. I don't see everybody that subscribes. I do see everybody that makes some type of comment. Even if the comment is just here for the cameo video, Ross, it's big show time. The big show.
1: All right, Ross, before we get in each of these games, what are your overall themes from week
0: 13 in the NFL? I think the biggest one, probably Jack is just, Quarterback injuries. Now, thankfully, a guy like Trevor Lawrence was able to come back into the game for the Jaguars, but that looked ugly. That looked bad, really bad. Thankfully, he was able to come back in the game. But now we've got some legit contenders with some injuries to monitor. Jimmy Garoppolo, broken foot for the red-hot 49ers, done for the year. That is tough. And I know Brock Purdy played well, and I'm thrilled for that young man. Mr. Irrelevant, probably didn't even think he was going to get drafted. Loved him at Iowa State. Looks like he's 16. You guys know me. I love the underdog. I love the Iowa State kid. I love the Mr. Irrelevant or undrafted types. Played really well. The question is, how will he react when he's seeing different things each week, right? Now that he's the starter, they'll be showing him different things week in and week out, trying to see what he's good at, what he's not good at, see what his weaknesses are. He does move around pretty well. He is smart. He is accurate. He's the type of quarterback that Kyle Shanahan likes. But, you know, for a team that had Super Bowl aspirations, it certainly seems less likely with a rookie Seventh-round pick. You never know, though. That's why they play the games. Uh, Actually, you know why they play the games? They play the games to win or lose, which is why, once again, we had a tie in the NFL. I understand. You know, I just don't think the international listeners will ever fully understand, and I don't really know why, that I guess the American mentality is different we didn't really grow up with soccer. So if you grow up in all these other countries where there's draws all the time, you're just used to it. It's, it's one of the three results that happens quite often, actually. United States, it's not like that. So after a tie, everybody feels like a loss. I get the sense in soccer. They don't feel that way. They feel sort of, "Eh, okay, not bad. Whereas in in, in America, certainly in football, I heard Taylor Heineke say, feels like a loss. You know, when you tie, it feels like a loss. I don't know how you ever get rid of that unless ties become maybe a more common thing in the United States. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just know that what I really enjoy about sports is the definitive outcome and the joy or the ecstasy it's so I'm sorry the, the joy or the agony really right ecstasy or agony whatever you want to say I think those ups and downs are what makes sport so enjoyable and makes you feel alive right like my high school team lost a devastating game on Saturday I follow them closely I care quite a bit about it um, it was very upsetting to me that they lost but it's also nice to have something you care about that much it's nice to have those emotions and you know when you tie it's just kind of like okay plus it's crazy annoying for the the tie, you know the playoff seating and for me to remember their record that stuff i really don't like the late afternoon games were just incredible absolutely incredible i think all four on the red zone at the same time, I remember I was almost like yelling at Scott Hansen because depending on which game, I wanted a different game to be the whole screen. But there were times when it was like Seahawks, Rams, Raiders, Chargers, and Niners, Dolphins were all on the screen. Or Bengals, Chiefs. I mean, it was four games and it was it was wild. It, it was it a was type of day where you really needed the red zone. I mean, you really needed... Something like that. And then the last thing is what what a difference. You know, what is it? 72 hours, 96 hours makes. The the Bills were the number five seed. Well, Chiefs lose to the Bengals, Dolphins lose to the Niners. Now the Bills are back the number one seed controlling their fate, controlling their destiny. And I know, oh, you can't control destiny and fate aren't things that people control. Okay, controlling their own path. And it's just, it's that time of year. Still a lot of football to be played. But if you're a Bills fan or you're the Buffalo Bills, you certainly need to feel real good about the fact that you are at the point now where you once again have some control over... Whether or not you get home field advantage. I think that's probably what I like the most about simply safe home security. The fact that you feel like you're taking control over the security for your family. And the peace of mind for your home. This time of year, property crimes are off the charts. Burglaries, package thefts. Which, But they're not going to do it, A, if they see you have a security system or a camera, right? Like if you have a camera, they're not going to do it. Can't tell you how much we enjoy having the HD live stream of the security cameras. Huge, huge. Anytime somebody's at the door, if you don't know who they are, bang, check the camera. It's awesome. It's 24-7 professional monitoring and it costs less than a dollar a day. Less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Do not miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/tucker today. It's their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com/tucker. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
1: All right, Ross, we'll start with the Steelers holding on a low-scoring battle with the Falcons, 19-16.
0: Back-to-back wins for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and don't look now. I don't think they're going to finish with a winning record, but they're going to finish around 500 again, aren't they? They are, aren't they? I mean, every year, no matter how bad it looks, they just keep playing. They just keep winning. Najee Harris, this is like two or three games in a row now where he's running hard. He got the memo. He looks much better to me than when he was doing the stop, start, you know, bounce thing before. The Steelers have a nice thing going right now between the run and then throwing it just enough with Pickett. Fryermuth had a big play and get it to to Pickens and – Deontay Johnson, Kenny Pickett's legs continue to be a factor. Boy, that was one big takeaway that I didn't have in my themes. It's just so critical to have a quarterback that can pick up some first downs for you with his legs. It just makes a huge, huge difference at any level of football. The Falcons really couldn't run the ball very well until the second half. Mariota uh really struggled again, prompting talk of a possible quarterback change I think it probably depends somewhat on what happens with the Bucks tonight if the Bucks get to six and six and the Falcons are at five and eight I wonder at what point Arthur Smith says well we know Mariota is not going to be the quarterback next year let's see what we have in Ritter before we start to make some decisions next year in terms of the quarterback position.
1: Lamar Jackson leaves early, but the Ravens still managed to beat the Broncos 10-9.
0: Well, it's just a terrible loss for the Broncos in a lost season. Lamar Jackson, first of all, the Ravens weren't moving the ball at all, even when Lamar was in there. John Harbaugh says he's not done for the year, but it's days to weeks, which by the way, means weeks. means he's out for a few weeks. Second year in a row, Where Lamar is getting hurt now, which I think should be a factor for the Ravens to consider. I mean, they want to get him signed to a long-term deal, but should be a factor for sure. Because how good is a guy like Lamar if he can't run at a high level? You know what Greg Cosell said recently about Russell Wilson and second reaction plays? I guess my question is, when Lamar starts to slow down a little bit, whatever that is, how effective is he? And when would that be? I don't know the answer to those things. My guess is not nearly as effective, but I also don't know when that would be. The Ravens did move at one time, and then, boy, was it Duvernay or Proche? They had throw the football when he was – I mean, usually those guys are taught – Don't throw it unless it's wide open. He threw it up, interception, terrible. Um, Justin Simmons had two interceptions, but they couldn't even get points. Like after Simmons had an interception, ran it back to the 40. I mean, the Broncos offense is just so bad. Even when Russell Wilson's completion percentage is okay. I at least give him credit for running at the end of the game to try to get that field goal attempt for McManus, which was short. Simmons had two interceptions. I don't know that Huntley Huntley was okay, but he made the plays he had to, including a couple fourth downs on the last drive to get a gigantic win that the Ravens just had to have.
1: Christian Watson continues to make a late late season rookie of the year bid, recording two touchdowns in the Packers' 28-19 win over the Bears.
0: I'm not sure I remember a story like this, where like the first half of the year, the guy does nothing and is thought of as like, a big disappointment, bust, whatever you want to call it, and now he's on fire. What was that, eight touchdowns in four games or something nuts like that? Maybe nine? It's bananas. Good for him. You know, you thought there would be some learning curve, rookie from North Dakota State. Bakhtiari didn't even play after the appendectomy. Justin Fields had an incredible touchdown run. Seems like he has one of those a game where he looks like the best athlete on the field. He's a super freak, super freak. He's super freaky. That was actually that was actually on my music choice while I was working out this morning. Fields had incredible touchdown run, uh, and he had some great throws too. Equinemia St. Brown, Nikhil Harry. He also had one. Uh, he also had a couple of interceptions in the fourth quarter, including that one that Jair Alexander who had been getting beat in the game, but he kind of baited him into that one, which uh, sort of put the game away. Tough loss for the Bears. Jared Goff
1: throws 340 yards while Lions blow out the Jaguars,
0: 40-14. You know what Jared Goff must have been doing? Forget saying somebody ate their Wheaties anymore. We should now say they ate their Athletic Greens or drank them, as the case may be. So probably like a lot of you, I just don't eat enough vegetables. I try. I do. I try to have one. I try to have something with my salmon. I try to have them put a couple in with my salads during the week. Still probably don't get as many as they say you should. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. It's lifestyle-friendly. If you're taking a multivitamin, I am convinced it's better to drink the Athletic Greens than the pop a multivitamin. And to make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you say the game already, Jack?
1: Yes, Jared Goff throwing for 340 yards. Oh, yeah, Jared Goff
0: drinks his athletic greens. Uh, JG drinking his AG1. Jamison Williams made his debut for the Lions, the first-round pick. I don't know that I really saw him do much. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got hurt, thankfully came back in the game, didn't have a great game. The Lions didn't punt the whole game. I mean, Jags D, seriously? You know, the, don't look now, but the Lions are trying to get in the mix here. Five and seven, playing really well. They've won, what, three out of four. I'm on St. Brown. I'm on Ross St. Brown slicing and dicing them. Impressive. Deshaun the
1: Watson struggles in a season debut against the Texans, but Cleveland still pulls out the win, 27-14.
0: Well, this is a wild game because he was Deshaun Watson was clearly rusty and uncomfortable, but the Browns scored like every other way you could score. They had a safety. They recovered a fumble on a quarterback sneak by Kyle Allen just trying to get out of the end zone and Denzel Ward scored. They had an interception return for a touchdown. Donovan Peoples Jones had a punt return for a touchdown. And by the way, let me just say this. Kyle Allen is not better than Davis Mills. I think they did this like as an experiment to see, you know, hey, was it Davis Mills or is it just the the offense? It's just the offense. Trust me.
1: Mike White impresses again, but the Vikings still managed to win 27-22.
0: This is nuts. I mean, you look at so many stats in this game. If the Jets don't make the playoffs, this will be one of the games that they point to. They moved the ball much better, but I think they had two turnovers. Vikings had none. They got in the red zone a bunch more. They didn't convert in the red zone. The Vikings did. I mean, the Vikings scored 27. It was not big games from Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins started slowly. This was an eminently winnable game for the Jets. Tough, tough loss. I thought Mike White made some incredible throws, but they couldn't get in the end zone to take the lead twice late. Garrett Wilson was incredible. I don't know. I think the Jets are past like, oh man, we lost, but we played really well. I think the Jets are now at the stage where like they should expect to and be disappointed when they don't win those games. They're that good.
1: Neither the Giants or Commanders can get done overtime, tying 20-20. to
0: Talked about my thoughts on the tie a little bit earlier. The Giants' D-line was awesome in this game. I mean, they were eating all game long. They were after Heineke, dominating. If the Giants really screwed this up, it's a bad loss for the Giants. They screwed, I mean, bad tie for the Giants because they they didn't tackle McLaurin on the one pass. They couldn't tackle Dotson on the one pass. Taylor Heineke makes these plays late. That fourth down was just ridiculous. Uh, Daniel Jones actually had a pretty good game with his arm and his legs, but Feliciano gets the taunting. You know, I mentioned the missed tackles. They have the play where Richie James and Saquon run into each other. It's a bad tie for the Giants. Both the Jets and Giants, they don't make the playoffs. They will point to Sunday, December 4th as the reason why.
1: Eagles stifled Derrick Henry in the rushing game, holding him to just 40 yards in a 35-10 victory against the Tennessee Titans.
0: This was very surprising for me. Very surprising. Was not expecting this at all. I thought it would be a close, lower-scoring game. Jordan Davis was activated off of IR for the Eagles. You know, things got even worse for the Titans, though. At different points, they lost Traylon Burks, who made an amazing touchdown catch for the Titans. David Long, their linebacker, Christian Fulton, all got lost to injuries. The Eagles were much better up front, both sides of the ball. You mentioned it. They stuffed Derrick Henry They got after Ryan Tannehill. It was like every Eagles D-lineman took turns getting a sack. A.J. Brown totally destroyed his former team. And I think I tweeted this, Jack, at Ross Tucker NFL. That had to be so painful. So painful for Titans fans. Like, he was your guy, A.J. Brown. He was even under contract for this year. You know, he... I mean, that is... Rough, rough. Your team decided not to pay him, and I don't want to hear they couldn't pay him. They chose not to. And every team can keep a guy like that they want to keep him. It's priorities, and they did not prioritize him enough. And I think it was a huge difference in the game. Now, the Eagles are probably better anyway, but it was a big difference in the game.
1: DK Metcalf gets better at Jalen Ramsey pulling in a last-minute touchdown to help the Seahawks beat the Rams 27-23, delivering them their sixth straight loss.
0: I think the Rams' next four games are standalone primetime games, which really, really stinks. In fairness to the schedule makers, you don't expect a Super Bowl winner to drop off this much, but it's not going to get any better. I doubt they bring Aaron Donald back. Matthew Stafford's on IR with a spinal cord contusion. I've had that before. He's not coming back. They're not bringing him back. I actually thought Walford did a bunch of good things for the Jet, uh, for the Rams, and I thought the O line was much better for the Rams. Uh, and I loved—if you watched the game—I loved how intense Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey were. These are guys that have won Super Bowls. Guys that have won so much, made so much money. They wanted this game bad. I mean, really bad. Uh, but ultimately, Gino had a huge day overall, had the game-winning drive late. So happy for that guy and impressed with what he has been able to do for that team. Speaking of quarterbacks and what they're able to do, Brady and the Bucks play tonight, which means I wonder how and when Brady recorded let's go a Sirius XM podcast with Larry Fitzgerald and Emmy Award-winning journalist Jim Gray. I don't know when he recorded it. Um, maybe, maybe earlier today he does it before the game tonight. At any rate, you get expert analysis from Brady and Larry and Jim Gray on the latest NFL action. Find out what it takes to win seven Super Bowl rings from Brady. It's like the only place where Brady's like, Free-flowing. Five-time Super Bowl MVP, Tom Brady. 11-time Pro Bowler, Larry Fitzgerald. At the mic, unfiltered. It's on Let's Go. They got some great guests as well. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: No Jimmy G, no problem for the 49ers who dominate the Dolphins.
0: 33-17. And what's wild about it is the first play for the Dolphins was a 75-yard touchdown to Trent Shurfield. Not even Waddle or Tyreek Hill. Trent Shurfield feel awful for Jimmy G, who really, his body was just not meant to play pro football. I mean, he has suffered so many injuries. The guy gets hurt all the time. It's not his fault. Not everybody's body is meant, mine probably wasn't with the injuries I had, uh, I do already talked about Purdy, not a good day for Tua. Now, first of all, with their two starting offensive tackles out, that was a bad matchup. Nick Bosa was amazing. He had a ridiculous day. But also, Tua is not good unless he's in rhythm. If he gets outside of rhythm, boy, he missed a bunch of throws through a couple of interceptions. One was terrible, like a terrible interception. And I think he pretty much, between the games he missed with injury and that game yesterday, it's hard to imagine Tua being a a legit threat in the MVP voting with guys like Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, as well as Joe Burrow.
1: The Bengals leap back into contender status with a 27-24 win against
0: Kansas City Chiefs. They came out on fire in this game. I mean, they went up and down the field a couple times. Burrow was magnificent. He even, you know, he sneakily runs a little bit better than I ever realized. He gets a couple first downs with his legs a game, which I think goes unnoticed by people, but not by me. Bengals came out on fire. Boy, I thought that play at the end of the first half was going to backfire on the Bengals. When they tried on fourth and goal to run that little – speed sweep to Trent Taylor and Carlos Dunlap uh, grabbed them. I thought, wow. Between that and the Tyler Boyd drop of a touchdown, it is wild that the Bengals won anyway. I mean, that's a bunch of points that they just gave away. And they won anyway. Kelsey's critical fumble, obviously, uh, was a huge difference in the game. And how about third and 11 late in the game, rather than running it, that's what you have, By the way, that is what you have to do against Mahomes. You cannot get, let him get another chance there. You cannot because you know what he's going to do. You must end the game with the ball in your hands. I loved that the Bengals did that.
1: The Raiders, when they're third straight, taking down the Chargers 27-20 and are now back in the playoff hunt.
0: Isn't that wild? Good for them, man. Good, good for them. Time for some Raiders fans to have some Labatt blue lights. They're so delicious. There really is no better way to watch your team than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt blue light in your hand. Stock up. Be the MVP of your tailgate. Share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Go watch it tonight for Buck Saints. But definitely Raiders fans deserve a couple Labatt blues. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. You know... The Raiders got off to a bad start with the Derek Carr pick six. Awesome play by Asante Samuel and Callahan. But after that, the two things that jumped out to me from this one, Devontae Adams is just a major difference-making player that the Packers traded and the Raiders got. There aren't that many guys that really make the difference between winning and losing. He is absolutely one of them. Then you've got Justin Herbert, who was just, I mean, his O-line crumbled in this game. He was under duress all the time. The reality of the Chargers at this point is they're just not that good. It's like that movie, like, he's just not that into you. They're just not that good. Their defense isn't very good. You know, Jacobs is running right through them. They can't cover Devontae Adams. Chandler Jones all over Herbert. Herbert's good. They've got some talented guys, big-name guys, but they're just not that good.
1: Dallas puts up an impressive 33 points in the fourth quarter, putting up a 50 burger on the Colts, 54, 19.
0: Unreal. If you listen to the even money podcast, I had the Colts plus 10 and a half was feeling pretty good about that. When it was 21, 19 in the fourth quarter after the Alec Pierce touchdown who had a great game, by the way, Alec Pierce, but the Colts just way too many mistakes to have a chance. I mean, first of all, the first CeeDee Lamb touchdown, he rolls over Rodney McLeod. But the Colts were actually making some plays on offense, and then rest of the game, just horrible. Turnover fest. Malik Hooker, who I saw play high school basketball, had a uh, fumble return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter after that first-half interception. Cowboys absolutely rolled in the four turnovers in the fourth quarter. Four, I mean, that was an epic beatdown, or should I say a beatdown of epic proportions. Speaking of epic, absolutely love our, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT Media. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, EvergreenEconomics, vision comics with an X back office scheduler.com my front 20 days until Christmas engage 20 days until Christmas get the gift that keeps on giving it's just so awesome to say to somebody I had a story written all about you my college draft will be posted in about an hour I think we're done here